Welcome to Immigrants Podcast, episode number 135. This is your host, Suman I hope you're doing a great day today. Uh, this is a month of February already. Let's get our podcast going. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about, uh, how do I want to do a podcast? Uh, last episode also I talked about. So I finally decided what's the format of the podcast for this year is going to look like. Basically, it's going to be a mix of me talking, some of the, some of the things, events I do, uh, interview based and so on so let's see let's see how that'll go so let's just talk about this week I just wanted to bring you part of the things I want to talk lately I've been producing a lot of videos I don't want to bring the whole video like uh, I used to do and make an audio out of it um, I'll just uh, talk about one of the topics so let's before we go there um, just want to mention that uh, Emron's uh, pace team will be at a whiskey run at Nashville if you want to run that event, uh, it's a, it was a sold-out event at Chattanooga. So if you want to come and run the run the whiskey run at Nashville, um, visit mruns.com and get 15% discount code. Yeah, 15%. Great discount. Uh, great event. Last time we had a great fun. Um, this this event uh, was sold out at uh, Chattanooga. So Emruns has a great uh, pace team. Uh, we are set to go as well. So. Visit mruns.com, get a 15% discount code. So let's just uh, talk about uh, today's topic that I want to talk about. Uh, this being a February already, uh, uh, this is a day after Super Bowl. I was, I did watch the Super Bowl yesterday. I, w- I was gonna bring this, uh, record this episode on February 1st, uh, but but here I, here we are. The topic that I want to talk about um, is part of the video I put it out there called Running the Bayou. In in that video, um, uh, the, the topic really is, is talking about run cold, run fast. So let's talk about that. What is run cold, run fast means and how, how did it work or did not work for me. So idea here was if you, if you watch that video, um, you know, I was uh, at, at Louisiana Marathon. I was, I was wearing only tank top shirt and, uh, and um, it was really cold and a windy day. Even though uh, last year, the similar condition, I was wearing um, a light uh, windproof jacket uh, that I have that I use very often. You see a lot of my videos and pictures. Even I was wearing that yesterday uh, as, as part of Mercedes Marathon uh, preview. But but that day I said, okay, let me just go and, and decided to just uh, give it up uh, that, that jacket and uh, go really cold. So the hope there was as to when you run cold, uh, you can run fast, uh, so run cold, run fast. Uh, so, so, so you know, usually in such a condition, um, I have seen people going fast in a cold condition. As you know, or you have seen that you can go fast, but definitely I did not bundle up. Um, so yeah, that was the thing what happened. So I, I definitely know that whenever you start a race, and then um, you go on a certain miles, and after a few miles, even if you are jacket, you start getting hot. Even for me. I'll start getting hot um, early in the race, but the wind kept blowing, and then um, and then then definitely the the second part of the race, uh, I started slowing down little by little. The once I slow down, uh, run fast went away, so so I end up in just run cold. So, so this that is not a fun uh, place to be, especially when you end up running cold and um, and you still have many many more miles and hours of running left. Um, like I have seen, everybody's different. Uh, some people can just 
wear just a shirt and um, no shirt as well, sometime in, in a cold condition. Uh, Owen Bradley can do that. People like us definitely need extra layer of cloth so we can, um, we can be a little bit warmer. Um, so covering up, keeping that heat inside your body also is important so that you, you don't have to waste the energy um, of, uh, of your body uh, heat. And so, so, so that, that sometimes, uh, like, like I said, uh, sometimes when you try to uh, run cold, uh, sometimes it can uh, be uh, counterproductive. So in this case at Louisiana Marathon, I felt uh, cold really early and then I just stayed like that. The wind kept blowing in every direction. The day never warmed up. Um, so, so I did survive. Uh, I had a bloody nipple uh, because of that and and just just it was not fun. So so this uh, experience I had, uh, this this is my third time, if I remember correctly, third time in a longer races I've done that. First time I did it in the Huntsville Marathon long, long time ago. I was trying to do the same idea, run faster on cold. In there too, what happened, uh, same condition, I, I ran really fast. It was a windy condition um, very early in the race and then, then kind of started fading out. And then I left with the cold and the wind blowing everywhere. And, uh, and then I was really very miserable when I finished. Uh, <laughs> my friends and family, they said, hey, you look pale. Uh, probably I was. And that, that was one time. And the second time, so, so I kind of, the first time when it happened, I guess I did not learn my lesson. Then I tried again at Mount Mist a few years down. It's still back in Huntsville. It was second time I was running Mount Mist. Same condition, the wind was blowing. I could hear trees are shaking. And I actually had a jacket. I, pre-race, I was wearing a jacket somewhere. And the weather channel, I saw the the temperatures are going to uh, turn up to like 50 degrees or something. I said, ah, well, it's going to get warmer. But it was not really I was trying to run cold in a, in a sense that I want to run fast. But I just didn't want to wear a jacket jacket and I had a nice jacket and and then right before the race started I went back to my uh, bag and dropped my jacket and uh, start running and wow boy that was a mistake uh, that was the coldest of the race I ever ran uh, even the Louisiana Marathon was not cold uh, a couple of weeks ago it was cold I thought my arms were gonna freeze up I have to you know, move my arms such a way so that it doesn't freeze. It was it was really miserable condition. I wish that I stopped uh, some of the aid stations here. Anybody had extra, like in a throwaway shirt or something like that, that probably would have helped me. It was not fun at all. So so that was my second time I was trying. And, and right after that race, I went to uh, look for a warm uh, jacket. I always, always kept kept that jacket for the longest period of time. In training, you'll always see me wearing an extra layer of clothes, but I always had that jacket and I always wear that. Um, so, so, so for a while, I never went cold racing like that. Like I said, even last year, when I was running Louisiana Marathon, it was similar condition, but I ended up wearing um, my jacket and uh, kind of went with uh, went along. I, I remember taking off that jacket towards the end, uh, which is fine, I guess. But one of the things I think I realized that some people just overdress uh, in, in any condition. Anytime you see at the beginning of the race, it's kind of cold, and then uh, people end up uh, wearing extra layer of clothes that they don't need, and then uh, they're kind of miserable because you now you're carrying heavy clothes, some, some of the extra layer of clothes, heavy clothes, and uh, if you don't throw it away and you have to carry them along the course, it's, it can 
drag you along the course. Uh, the jacket I'm talking about is very light wind, windproof jacket. It still helps you kind of keep the heat. So, so you know, having a good gear is, is very important. Um, similar condition for rain, you know, a lot of time, I don't want to talk too much about the rain. That's, this is not the topic today, but, but the same thing, you can carry an extra light poncho and um, it's like wear on and off and save your race. Um, um, so, so for me, it's, uh, even running fast is fine, uh, but, but I'm talking about more towards not running cold is, is very important, especially in the winter time like that. Even though a lot of uh, friends and friends and families from north probably laugh at us and like, what cold? You guys have a spring like a weather all year long. But, you know, living in the south, you know, still it's a cold weather for us uh, and, and tackling those cold weather. And, and you know, it's very important. Uh, like I said, February is here. Uh, if you listen to this podcast after February, um, you know, in March and April or May, you're like, what is he talking about? But yeah, this is uh, this is an ongoing, continuous uh, problem. So, so you 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 wanted to think of how you want to deal with it. I mean, if you look at the cold, the same way, different the hot. A lot of time, uh, spring, early spring, it's kind of cold. You know. For us, and we end up dressing up too much. Uh, so I mean, there's after a certain point, I don't wear. And there's a temperature, a certain temperature. So, like if if I if it is 50 degree, uh, I don't wear uh, heavy clothes, especially when I'm racing. Uh, when I'm training, I'm still layered up because I don't want it to be cold in training because I don't run as fast um, during training. But in the winter month, training is is important. And but but at the same time, bundling up correctly can save your run race. Uh, so think about just going out and uh, running cold all the time. You don't want to get sick or, you know, frostbites or anything like that. I mean, shorter runs, probably you, you will not have that problem, when, especially when ultra-distance runners uh, will will have to be careful. I remember uh, talking about running cold. Uh, I remember um, two years ago when I was pacing Pinhoti, uh, my runner, uh, he forgot to grab his jacket at the, at the A station up in the, a pinnacle, and uh, he was miserably cold uh, throughout that section. Uh, I don't remember exactly how many miles. By the time we got to the other side, I think it's about 12, 12 mile of run. He was cold and miserable, and um, as soon as and he was slowing down because of the cold. I mean, I I was wearing my jacket, uh, and he was he's bigger than me, and he I couldn't give my jacket to him, but he was cold. By the time we we got to the um, Bulls Gap, uh, where A Station was, and his where his our crew was there, and then we we sat him in the, on the chair, uh, fed him some some food, and uh, put a jacket on him, put a blanket on him, and there was a hitter running. So, but it took about five or ten minutes for him to come back, and and <laughs> boy, he was running after that, running fast. He did not take off his jacket, even the day started getting you know warmer. Uh, you know, in November when we run Pinhoti 100, and he didn't give up his jacket. He wore a jacket till the end. Uh, that's kind of interesting to see, even even in that scenario. For especially a hundred miler, we we have to be very 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 careful. I know I can talk about that uh, more, um, but if you run a hundred miler, even in a good spring day, the night can be really cold. I've seen uh, several times we make that mistake. I think I talked a little bit about uh, when I was pacing uh, at the Brazos Men's at Texas, even in December, um, South Texas, outside, 
Houston, the night started getting cold. My runner, uh, Syrian, wanted to wear a jacket. She's like, I'm still warm, swimming. I don't want to wear a jacket. Boy, it was a mistake. I'm not forcing my runner to put a jacket on, even a light jacket. Since I had those two mistakes, even even uh, try to pace my runners at at 100 mile, or um, I'm, I told her after we put a jacket and she started feeling warm and a little bit better. You know, for the next five, six miles, 10 miles till I, till we got to the jacket, it was, it was, she was feeling really miserable. My lesson was there that, you know, in the future, if I, at night, I'm going to force my runner to, especially in November, December, even January, February, March time frame, I'm going to make my runner to carry the jacket, uh, whether they like it or not. So basically, uh, running cold, uh, even in 100 mile, or, you know, <laughs> it can be more miserable than you think. So uh, as you're packing your bag, if you're an ultra-distance runner, uh, just think about that. If, you know, running a day, if you, if you cover yourself in a certain way, like in this condition, like if I have to run uh, a, a night races at this moment in, in February, definitely it's uh, important that you carry extra layer than whatever you wear in the daytime, covering your head and hand. Winter running is fine, um, but hibernating is, I, I don't think so. We should hibernate. Uh, definitely wearing correct gear is important. And at the same time, trying to <laughs> go light and uh, trying to run fast uh, it will work out uh, for some of you. Uh, but just the caution over there for most of us is that when, when things just start getting slowing down, you have to be prepared. Said, how am I going to um, prepare myself? Uh, you know, do I have a jacket? Can I carry a light jacket, light, light jacket? So look what you have at, at, at your house. Um, if you have to go to race like that, um, I'm not asking you to go buy an expensive jacket, but, but definitely uh, check some jackets. I have Solomon uh, light, light jacket. Um, I got a few years ago when I won the Southeastern Trail Series. Well, one of those jackets, I still wear very heavily that jacket. And it's getting a little old, uh, but, but I have other jackets that I can use. But, but that is probably my favorite, favorite jacket. Light jacket is what I think is, is, will work. That, that's the main topic I want to talk about. Uh, run cold, run fast. If you have any idea that what you do, do post it part of the podcast wherever I post it. So second part of the podcast, I want to just kind of uh, lightly mention that, like uh, like I said earlier, that I have started producing a lot, a lot of videos. Um, so so I will I'll use some of the topic uh, from that video to to bring it bring audio out out here and uh, for you to listen maybe i'll put part of the audio uh, from those events here so so that you understand what i'm talking about or you can the best thing is if you just go to one of the one of the places uh, either uh, youtube instagram or or facebook for sure uh, uh, find those videos i can put a link and this uh, as a so note uh, for you to find those videos and watch those videos and and tell me in our post over there saying you know how do you prepare yourself for winter running so so that way road running friends uh, ultra distance running friends can understand too a lot of time uh, if you don't go out in a winter time that you miss so many different things uh, last weekend when i was at oak mountain state park i was standing right there at the megas glen and looking around it was just a beautiful beautiful view and i have a video out there uh, like i said um so so anyway um so thanks for listening uh hopefully um you're having a great day uh, this week is a 
as a Miami Marathon. I'm headed to South Beach, talking about a colder weather. And I was looking at the looking at the temperature Sunday. It's going to be start at 69 degree, and I think that the highest for the day is 78. Good thing about uh, my marathon, they start really, really early. We start at dark. So one of the line and they say in Miami is uh, runners run Miami when people are sleeping. So so it'll be it'll be over uh, by the by the heat of the day. But still, think about uh, fluctuate the temperature. Last race I ran, it was 43 degree. Probably wind, wind chill probably got it to 30 something degree. Uh, now I'm about to run 78, uh, probably 70 degree temperature. So there there you go. So you have to. <laughs> You can never be too prepared as a runner. You know, one of the things I have, uh, I say very often, I used to say, and I still say it, is uh, summer running bring, brings the fall PR uh, because the, you run at the 90-degree weather, especially here in the south, and then uh, you go out and run 43-degree temperature. Definitely is going to bring good, uh, good race result. Uh, the opposite never works for me. Uh, winter running will not bring the spring PR. It's just bring some miserable conditions, especially early spring or, or you know, uh, summer running because you're so used to this uh, cooler temperature and then you and, and then you go like this. So I'm talking about 70 degree humid and it just brings some miserable conditions. So, so there's always you have to prepare for any condition. I do run indoor for that. Uh, so that way... Um, I'm not always outdoor on a colder temperature. And indoor, you know, it's a it's control temperature. So so I may have to this week just just wear heavy clothes when I go to run indoor. It's kind of build up for warmer pacing uh, Miami Marathon South Beach. So I'll bring some more videos and audios from South Beach, and we can talk more. Thanks for listening. Uh, just follow Marathon Runs everywhere you can find YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and a little bit of TikTok. And if you have any questions, just email marathonruns at gmail.com. And, and I'll bring more audios like this. I have not disappeared. And, and I'm going to continue. I'll bring some interview uh, from the event uh, this weekend. Um, so, so let's see how that will play. So, so definitely uh, I'll have some sit-down interview schedule for this month. So we'll bring that in too. So thanks for listening and have a great day. Just uh, bundle up and go out train, and uh, in the race day, just uh, just be careful how how far and how fast you can run. Uh, if you cannot finish the, the speed that you run from the start to finish, just uh, just I suggest that carry uh, a light jacket or or a start with a light jacket and take that off as the day gets warmer. So anyway, have a great day, and we'll we'll talk more. And thanks for listening to Emron's podcast.